Hey, if you enjoy this show or have learned anything from it, would you take a minute and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? I know most of you listen on Apple, so right now, go to the show, scroll to the bottom of the page, and give us a star rating. Or better yet, leave us a review and we'll feature it right here on the show. It helps us to know you're listening and we'd really appreciate it. All right, on to the episode. Hey there, welcome to the Work From Home Voice Actor Podcast. Whether you're a regular listener or have recently decided to tag along with us here, thank you for joining us. We hope we can offer some tips and strategies that help you in your VO journey. I'm Melanie Scroggins. I'm a fellow voice actor and your motivational guide through the world of VO. And in this show, we talk about all things voiceover, and I answer your questions about the industry and talk about how you can be successful working from home as a voice actor. In this episode, I'm going to review the three things that define a work-from-home voice actor. But before we begin, if you enjoy this show or have learned anything from it, would you take a minute and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? I know most of you are listening on Apple, so right now, pause, go to the show page, scroll to the bottom, and give us a star rating. Or better yet, leave us a review, and we'll feature it right here on the show. It helps us to know that you're listening, and we'd really appreciate it. All right, let's dive in. If you've been around here a while, then you know that I have categorized the voice actors out there in the world and defined the four types of voice actors that I've observed. The work-from-home voice actor professional is how I have defined the new wave of voice actors that we're seeing. So voice actors like you and me who want to make a living working from home voice acting. So with that, I've really tried to hone in on what it means to be a work-from-home voice actor outside of the other types. So I've created the work from home voice actor code as a way to help you better understand which type of voice actor you are and to help you realize the possible next steps that you can take to level up in your voiceover career as a work from home voice actor, if that's something you're interested in doing. So as we're going through these three attributes, please note that where there is always nuance and wiggle room in life, there definitely is when it comes to being a work from home voice actor. So these are not hard and fast rules. These are merely attributes that I made up as a way to define the work from home voice actor. So without further ado, work from home voice actors, one, have fully remote businesses. So the biggest aspect of being a work from home voice actor is that we work from home 100% of the time. This sets us apart from the traditional and historical definition of quote-unquote talent and allows us entrance into the realm of freelancers or contractors, where we work on our own time from wherever we want with anyone we choose, and we're not dictated by anyone else like a boss or a manager or a physical location outside of where we choose to set up and record. Number two, we ask for and get paid professional rates. This is a big one because when people think about freelancers, they often think of the gig economy. And when we add the additional note of working online as a freelancer, places like Upwork and Fiverr come up readily. And while there's nothing wrong with utilizing these tools, sometimes it's hard to find professional paying jobs here. Whereas if you're working on pay-to-play sites and directly with clients, you have more freedom to quote your own rates in that professional grade. So the main argument for this attribute is that it's important to accept jobs just like any voice actor would at pretty much any level for the most part, because that's how we're able to make a part-time or full-time living. Because we can do 20 jobs at $50 a piece for a total of a thousand bucks, 
But if you can do 10 jobs for $300 a piece for a total of $3,000, you're looking at more of a livable wage with less work. So that's why this piece is important for any freelancer, really, but especially when it comes to voiceover, as there's a lot of room for interpretation of what our work is worth. But if you ever have any questions about rates for your voiceover work, the GVAA rate guide linked in the show notes is a valuable resource. I use it in my own business, and I use this as a resource in the free mini course as well. Number three, have a broadcast quality studio. So we've talked about this before, but according to Voice123's blog, broadcast quality can be defined as audio that is produced that sounds clear as opposed to muffled, is noise-free, so there's no hissing or buzzing in the background, There's a lack of environmental sounds like others talking or dogs barking or an AC running. There's no echo or reverb in the voice, no distortion of the voice. There's seamless editing, so there's no obvious breaks in the audio. There's no breaths or mistakes. It's loud enough for the listener to hear. And overall, the audio needs to be listened to easily or good sounding, which is up for interpretation. But if you think about it, it's kind of not. So basically, if you're able to record using a good quality mic, have proper sound treatment in your recording space, and again, this can be clothed, this can be simple audio panels from Amazon, you can present a decent noise floor in your recordings, i.e. like we're talking about, there's not a lot of background noise or reverb or anything like that, there's no underlying sounds underneath the voice, and then if you're able to edit your audio well, that's essentially broadcast quality as far as we're looking at working from home, right? If you're ever concerned that you're not able to offer this to clients, do a bit more research and be sure to test your recordings and your recording setup to be sure that the product you're able to offer your clients is high quality enough for the pay that you're asking for. So these three attributes, having a fully remote business, getting paid professional rates, and having a broadcast quality studio are the biggest pieces of the puzzle when it comes to running a remote VO business as a work from home voice actor, according to our definition. There are plenty of other nice-to-haves and useful tools, which we talk about a lot in this show, but without all three of these specific pieces in some shape or form, it's very hard to consider ourselves work-from-home voice actor professionals. But the beauty of these pieces is that they're pretty easily attainable for most people interested in giving voice acting a try. So tech is much more affordable and accessible than it used to be. Communication worldwide is part of living now, so it makes who we work with global. But like anything, if there isn't some sort of standard, it's hard to know if we're doing well or are attempting to start a business like a fish out of water. So with these three pieces in mind, find your source of water or make one, so to speak, and be sure your little fishy voiceover fins are able to swim around, explore and start getting paid and building the business that you dream of. If you have any questions about how you can set yourself up for success as a voice actor working from home, check out our free mini course. And remember, you can always submit a question directly to us via our podcast request form. All of this is linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.